episode 245 of the Mandarian Orange Show. I'm Phil Vecchio. And I am not live, Janelle Vecchio. You are alive and kicking right next to me. You're live and awake. I just mean like live stream since we've been doing the epis live. That's good. I just don't want people to get scared and think you're a ghost. Or a zombie. Yeah. Zombie. Please don't. Please don't be a zombie. I know. Zombies are the worst. So gross. Yeah. I don't understand the appeal of watching like a zombie show or movie. No, not for me. I gotta be honest. It's not for me. I don't know why that came up just now, but... It did. There it is. So, we did... We finished the 30-day live stream challenge. That's what you're referring to. Mm -hmm. We're back to, at least for this one, a regular recorded, edited episode. I may leave a word in here and there, but there's a lot less words involved. I don't want warts. Just in case. Because I don't want my warts to come back. You have less warts now than you did when we were live streaming. Hopefully. Both uh, auditorily and physically. (laughs) Yes. All right. Well, shall we uh, jump into the news? Let's do it. Let's do it. This is the part of the news when we ask you kindly, if you're in a giving mood this December. It is a charitable month. If you feel like being charitable, all all we ask, it won't cost you a penny, just uh, tell someone else about the Mandarin Orange Show. Or share it in a Facebook group that maybe people might be interested in it. Or, you know, do whatever. Tell a friend... Tell your parents, tell a coworker, listen to it, you know. Play it on the Bluetooth speaker at work. Well, as long as you have permission. We have a blue. We're safe for work. Yes, but I'm saying, like, don't be the person that walks around playing us without headphones on and, like, you know, mm. makes people offended. Yeah. You know, you, use your use your common sense, use your, your social skills. Your But, yeah, tell someone. That's all we'd ask. Tell someone or... If you don't feel like, you know, sharing or talking that way, you could like or, you know, give a thumbs up or whatever on any platform. Mm -hmm. Or if you really feel generous, write a review somewhere. Yeah. That would be great. Do it. Also, we would love, love to hear from you. And this could be another way to give generously. Write us an email at mandarinorangeshow at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you, chat with you here, what's on your mind. Yeah. And that would be great. Yep. You can also follow us on Instagram. A lot of new stuff on Instagram, YouTube, and Facebook. Uh, Facebook. Join our group, etc. A lot of new content from our live stream there. Yeah, we created a lot of extra content last month. All over the place. One of the things that you can follow us on as well is Fountain. Yes. What's our sat stats, Janelle? Our sat stats. Ooh. What are sat stats? 3,714 sat stats. That has definitely gone up. And that's $1.51. $1.51? Yeah. You know, that's like, I mean, there's a lot of eShop games on the Nintendo Switch that are like $1.49 when they're on sale a lot of times. Yeah. 
You've gotten some for 99 cents. We've gotten some for less. They used to do even like crazier ones where they were like, you know, 19 cents. They usually stick around a dollar 49 or sometimes 49 cents if it's like the crazy Black Friday deal. So, I mean, I'm just saying we got some potential. 69 supporters. We're almost in the 70s. That went up again. That's another new supporter. Welcome. Welcome. We've got a boost from at do. Yes, a do boost. And he says, you successfully completed the 30-day live stream challenge. Congratulate, congratulations. 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 Looking forward to many more. Yeah. Do definitely um, help to inspire the challenge. Encouraged us to do live mm-hmm. stream stuff. And as we mentioned last time, we did a crossover live stream event with you so definitely check that out it's on the dystopian electronics workshop youtube channel should be on our youtube channel by the time this episode goes out also in the news this is after the 30-day live stream challenge but we did one more live stream which was on december 2nd we did the 26th annual blue christmas live stream concert we had four artists we had eric kennedy who is a longtime Popbox music collaborator and friend. We had R.B. Brown on from Australia. We had four Down diff- under. Four different time zones represented in the show, by the so way. Great. We had Third Culture Kid, who was in Ohio. So they're on the they were Eastern mm-hmm. time zone. And then we had Isopod in Texas. So we had four time zones, four amazing artists. Give me just your thoughts, a quick rundown of how Blue Christmas was. I was impressed with everybody at this year's event. I was happy there were no technical glitches. Yeah, it went really smoothly. Just the performances were fantastic. I think my favorite story was Eric Kennedy with the glow sticks. <laughs> yeah, talking about so how he, he made told his music behind video. the scenes of the video. You'll have to listen. It's it was pretty so great. funny. Absolutely. I also loved the Isopod did a very different one this year where he actually played his first ever like synth soundtrack to like a stop motion animation movie that he made in like 1985. That's so cool. It's super cool. Definitely worth checking that out. Newcomers to the show, Third Culture Kid, who we saw at Audio mm-hmm. Feed Festival this summer. They were super great. Really cool to have them on. We always like to have returning artists and then artists New that have done artists. it before. In fact, every year of the 26 years, there's always been, I mean, obviously not kind of the first one, a returning artist plus a new artist. Right. Although, no, I think the first two years. Because the second year was a totally different lineup. And then starting with year three. Okay. Wow. That's got to be hard for you. Well, no, it was, you know, it was at the very beginning. Plus, second year, we had Plank Eye and Echoing Green for that Mm. second year, and I was okay with that. (laughs) It's pretty pretty epic. Starflyer and Joy Electric the first year, but then I think the third year we had either Starflyer or Joy Electric back. I can't remember which. So, you know, that's when we started the having some return people. Anyway, that was really cool. We really enjoyed it. If you want to watch it, it's on the PopVox Music Facebook page. It'll be on the PopVox Music YouTube channel probably by the time this is up or shortly thereafter. Right. And it's really, really cool. A lot of the artists, if you go and follow those artists on Facebook, they all shared it. 
think you might have even shared it in the Mandarin Orange Show group. Probably. I don't know. We posted it all over the place to give people a chance to watch it. But mm-hmm. it's super cool. You can see me and Janelle. You can see the kids in there briefly at one point. And it's a lot of fun. It's very fun. So please check that out. Check it out. We got like a lot of views on it. Like I think one of the larger viewerships on it like right away. Right. Because it's, you know, over the years, like people go back and watch them. But this it was a lot. We had a good turnout. It was great. It was really cool. I guess other, like, stuff that happened. Tell us about Luke's big night. So, Lukey, well, we got, like, an award invitation in the mail, and then we got, like, a duplicate. Or so we thought. And then we realized it was for two prestigious awards. Yes. Luke got the superintendent's award. Um, They only give out, well, really, one at his school. Usually it's, like, two people per school site, but... He's at a smaller school. He's at a smaller school, so So for his middle school, just the only one. And that's for excellence in academics and citizenship. Yes. And then he got a perfect score on the ELA state test. So he got another award. He was the only kid that night because it was a real fancy event. Yes, people dressed that nice. auditorium. He was the only kid the whole night that got two awards and when we were walking out, we even heard somebody say, did you see that kid that got two awards? <laughs> that was pretty great. So. He was stoked. And he got featured on like the school district's yeah, main the page school district's or whatever. main page. He looked like a celebrity. Like Everybody's taking his picture. I have to say, this is such a big event that there was quite the hubbub at work for me the next mm-hmm, day mm-hmm. because he does uh, go to school in my school district, so, and I work at the district, so. Word around the office was, uh. It was like, wow. Yeah. So, it was just really fun to celebrate Luke. It's always fun to celebrate our kids and their accomplishments and. I knew he was going to get this award. They just started it this year. Yeah. Yeah, we knew he was probably going to get it. He was destined to get it, but it's just such a perfect award for him. Now, it would be remiss for us to not mention... It would, we would be remiss? That's a weird Something phrase, like that. If we did not mention that Audrey also got a perfect score on her... Science. Was it science state yeah. test, right? However... The award is for, you know, you take the test and then they don't, you don't get the results right. until the next year. So these awards are for the tests they took in the end of last year. Audrey was in that school district, but then she moved to high school this year and went to a different district. And so they did not recognize yeah. her, even though, you know, because she's in a different district And now. I think it's really rare to get a perfect score on the science test. Out of all of the awards given that night, there were no perfect yeah. science scores. So... so. Audrey she wasn't in. Should have been there, but they, she didn't get invited because she she's a traitor to the district. She, she traded schools. So. It's like when you like trade on a sports team. But we did get celebrated. That's right. I don't know. About <laughs> like baseball cards. Mm-hmm. We did, however, celebrate both of them. We got to. We let them go out to eat. We'll let them. I mean, we went with them, obviously. <laughs> we, we went out to eat afterwards. Grandma and Grandpa came down to celebrate as well. And then we also let them pick out new books at the Barnes & Noble. Yeah. Which 
you know, for wonderful kids, a new book is an exciting thing. So yeah, this is new. It was like brand new. Like we never pay this much for books. No, but we let them pick like the hot new releases mm-hmm. they wanted. So that was pretty pretty big deal. Yeah, we spent more on those two books than like eight months worth of uh, yeah book sale at the library. Yeah, we went to Barnes and Nobles and. Um, Something about me that I'm sure I'm sure I've shared on the show is that I always have to go poop when yeah. I walk into a Barnes and Noble, but I successfully made it through. Made it through. Luke had to go while poop. we were there, though. I think he maybe just did number one. I think he did onesies too. Lot of, everyone I'm I sure wants to know. I think it's like this. the paper smell. Like I'm like, oh, I want to be sitting on a toilet right now. Does it remind you of the smell of toilet paper? No, I. I mean. I read a lot on the toilet in my childhood. <laughs> Can I just say that I think it's weird they even have to advertise for toilet paper? Like, why do they advertise for toilet paper? Everyone's going to buy a toilet paper. Who's not using toilet paper? I mean, like, I realize that there's other options. You know, obviously there's bidets and things of that nature. But, like, in the United States, you got a pretty well, good percentage of people getting thing. toilet paper. Here's the thing. It's just, like, charming. Advertising. It's not like Costco has to advertise their right. toilet paper. Because they have the best toilet paper. Yeah. Costco has the best toilet paper. So, it's Bar just none. these inferiors. So, why? Why? I don't know. It's weird. I think Charmin's pretty soft, but it yeah, goes but is, in like a flat. Is soft what you want, though? You need something that can get the Bristly. job done. Bristly. You, just, you need something with a little bit of not uh, that. Um, there purchase. was a there was a hotel we stayed at on our trip that um, did have one ply. Yeah, we liked everything else about it, but the one ply has got. To you need a couple ply in there. Do better. <laughs> well, speaking of that, let's ply this conversation on to another subject, which is another thing we did to celebrate after Blue Christmas. The next day, actually. We went to Universal Studios by way of actually meeting up in person with Do. Yay! We met up with Do. The Dystopian Electronics Workshop himself met us at Bob's Big Boy. And and why did we go to Bob's Big Boy? Well, for a number of reasons. One, it was near the location we were going because he just happened to be out near where Universal Studios is. We had passes, so it worked out well to meet up. But it's not in L.A., and nowhere in LA has parking. Nowhere. But Bob's Big Boy has parking. Bob's Big Boy has a huge parking lot. I don't know how they get away with it. I don't know. It's fantastic. And I just don't get hate big cities, big city parking. Like I love the the benefits of big cities, yeah. but I hate driving in big cities. That's what it is. You're so good at it though. I just don't like it though. I don't like it. It's like And it was like directing you to anywhere is so many turns. Ugh. You're like, this is really the most direct route. I'm like, this is really the most direct route. Ridiculous. But Bob's Big Boy is delicious, and they had parking, which was nice. Because I don't like to park on the street, A. And then, B, we were giving him a ride to the airport, and we needed a place that we could, like, transfer those, that luggage. The luggage. It's just too much of a hassle, so. But Bob's Big Boy. It's good stuff. We went. We usually don't go for breakfast. But they have good breakfast. Good breakfast. It's also, I hate to tell you, but Bob's Big Boy in California is completely different than like the Frishes. The Big Boys. Or other, that's only one I know the name of, but there's other names throughout the country of Big Boys. It's not the same. 
It's better. It's way better. In California. And we've tried it. We've done a direct comparison. They weren't, like, bad. We didn't dislike them. They're but just it's just not the same. You gotta have that red sauce. That yeah. red relish. You gotta. They so. didn't have it. But they do in California still. Yeah. Anyway, so then we went to Universal Studios. Had a great day at Universal Studios. A lot of fun. Got to do, like, Super Nintendo Land. Mm-hmm. Had so we much fun there. We earned more coins. To the, on the Backlot Tour... Yes. It's always a little different. I love going on that, like, as often as you can. Because it's always, you know, they take different routes. They show you different things. Different tour guides have different stories. And this one, it takes you past, like, the Bates Motel from Psycho and the house, you know, up on the hill. And I've seen this before, but it's been, like, years Years. since I've seen it. Norman Bates actually came out. With his knife. Yeah, and, like, he runs at the the tram. He ran at our tram. Yeah, like, right at us. Our kids are like, oh, you know. They've never seen Psycho, but. The video of them with Jaws was funny, too. It was great. Luke was, like, holding Audrey. Yeah, he's like, I don't remember there being a shark that big right there. Like, you were on the other side of the tram last time. (laughs) So, that was very fun. Yeah. So, that was pretty cool. And, I don't know, any other things? Went to the movies. Did it lose? We had, like, yeah. a busy weekend. We went to the movies, which we might talk about later. Yeah, we might do that. It was a fun, busy weekend, and it'll be a fun and busy couple weeks as we head into winter break. It will be. We're going to at least do one more episode before yeah. Christmas time. We'll probably have a little bit of a... A little, little downtime during Christmas and my birthday and all that stuff coming yeah. up. So we'll 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 do one more though before. <laughs> then. Fear not. Fear not. I'm feeling like we need to talk about the end of our 30 day live stream challenge. Yes, we we did not have it done last time. That's right. So let's do it. This is the last segment of the 30 day live stream challenge. <laughs> The last time we recorded, we still had three days left on the challenge. So we're just going to run through those last few mm-hmm. real quick and give a little our final thoughts on the challenge. So first of all, on the 28th, we did another live stream on Facebook. And we did a live episode of Alex B. Keaton is my friend. Mm-hmm. Keith and I did it. I really like doing it that way. I mean, I don't always want to do them live, but it is, it's a cool way to do it. Yeah. And when we're done, I have an episode ready easy, to go. Easy, fresh, and easy. We did a, something that I did a number of times throughout our live streams. I made Keith take one of the quizzes from the quiz book, which is fun. Yes, he did really good. Yeah, he did. He did. I gave so it good. to him. The one for him, because I started like picking out specific ones. I gave you a specific one on our last episode. So I did baseball teams. Yeah. And because Keith knows baseball, he definitely. He, according to him, there's people who know it better than he does, but he knows it a lot better than I do. Yeah, you got, like, a score of 14. Yeah, he did pretty good. So, that was fun. Anyway, but lots of other fun stuff on the show. And that episode is out as a podcast as well. So, you can either watch that on our Facebook page over there or listen to the show. Mm-hmm. Then on the 29th, I did a Twitch playing a video game. I actually played Sea of Solitude, the director's cut. On the Nintendo Switch. So this is a game that uh, my brother David and Amber, his wife, and Aurora, my niece, his, their daughter. Did I say that right? Yeah. Yes. You did. 
um, that they gave to me for a birthday present. But, you know, they live out of state, so they sent it to me in the mail. It came early, and I got permission, if I streamed it, that I could play it before my birthday. Nice. So I did a live stream of that one. It was, like, I really liked it. Yeah, it looked cool. It was, like, it was creepy, but, like, you know, like, PG creepy. Mm -hmm. It wasn't, like, anything, like, super dark or anything. But it just, I don't know, it just had a really good atmosphere. I say this a lot, but it kind of had, like, an eco vibe to it. Yeah. A little bit, you know. Especially, like, the part where you, like, fight the creepy monsters in it. That's the part of Eco mm-hmm. that it reminded me of. The part where I'd hand it off to you to do for me. Yeah. Because I just like the puzzles. Yeah, exactly. And this one did had, like, similar kind of puzzles, like, environmental puzzles. And, you know, trying to find, like, where different stuff was hidden. There's all kinds of different things to, you know, discover. It was really cool. Yeah. Very, very like that one. On the last day, on the 30th, I did one more Twitch. Yeah. Similarly, my brother and fam also sent my Christmas present early. And it was another Switch game. And so I got permission to do that one if I did a Switch. So that one is a game called Tandem, A Tale of Shadows. This one is very cool, too. A, A different... Completely different gameplay style, but it also had sort of a... This one was more of like a Tim Burton-y kind of feel. Right. You know, like, creepy in a Tim Burton way. Right. But it was, like, a really good puzzle game. Like, whereas the other one, you're exploring an open world. This one is, like, you know, level one, and Mm -hmm. you solve the puzzle. Um, But it was just a really cool setup where you have, like, a teddy bear that's on, like, a different plane of existence. So, like, the whole room kind of rotates, you know, 45 degrees. 45 degrees? I guess it was 90 degrees. Anyway, it and so then you have to, like, move your character around and affect stuff on this plane, and then it rotates to the teddy that bear's plane. very confusing for me. Well, it starts out simple, but it ramps up complicated pretty <laughs> quickly. It's really fun, though. I really like it a lot. Reminded me of Crush 3D on the 3DS, or uh, what was that Switch one called? Switch Unlimited or something like the Ultimate Switch? Never. Switch. It was on the 3DS, but it was like a puzzle game that you switch from black to white. Mm. Anything where like you kind of switch between two things and work out the puzzle yeah. that way. It was really, really fun. I liked it a lot. And so that was the last of the 30-day live stream challenge. Speaking of the Switch, we have a, a, guest, a guest walking through getting a... What are you, you going to play on the Switch there? I'm going to play Mario Maker. And I'm using my Switch for reference of another game. Oh, Mario Maker 2. Uh-huh. And you're, okay, very good. By the way, the game you're thinking of is... Yeah, I keep forgetting the name of it for whatever reason. Well, I do too. Um, is Shifting World. Shifting World. <laughs> I was saying Switch instead of Shift, that's why. Because Nintendo Switch. All right, thank you. Very good. Of course. Very good. Good job. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Luke. <laughs> so it was a really fun time. I love doing the 30-day live stream challenge. Who knows what the challenge will be next year? We need your ideas. Yeah, start Write thinking of them. MandarinOrangeShow at gmail.com. Let us know what you think for next year. And what was your favorite live stream that we did? We saw quite a few of you guys out there at different live streams watching stuff. I know it's hard to follow us across all the different platforms, but... Some of you saw some of it somewhere. Well, of course, my favorites are going to be when we're on vacation. Of course. So, I love the organ 
Oregon, Oregon Pizza. Pizza. Stop. Yeah. I love the Great Wolf Lodge. I just like being out and about. Do you want to know an interesting thing about Oregon Stop Pizza? The reason it says stop in there. Do you remember? I, I told you guys about this. Yes, I do. So, if you've ever heard the phrase, it's just a fun fact. Some people, this might be like common knowledge, but it was kind of like a relatively recent revelation for me. Like, I knew the parts of the information, but when it all came together, I'm like, oh, that makes sense. So, if you've ever heard the phrase, like, to pull out all the stops, like, what does that mean? Just, like, you're putting on the highest caliber of performance. Yeah, nothing being held back, right? Like, putting it all on the line, you're pulling out all the stops, right? So, I never, like, thought about the meaning of that, just other than, like, what it means in that context. Well, on an organ... Like the one we saw, the Wurlitzer at this at this restaurant. The little like there's little like kind of dial looking things that you pop in or push out, well push in and pull out, you mm-hmm. know. Switches in between two different settings, and those are called stops. And if you pull them out and push them in, it has different effects on the sound of the organ. That's how you kind of get different sound qualities and and pitches and things of that nature. So it's not the keys you play, but it's those little round circular things that you see them pushing in and out as, you know, throughout the thing. Those are called stops. And if you pull out all the stops, then there's nothing obstructing it. It's just the pure sound, right? Something along those lines. Mm. So when it says pull out all the stops, it's actually referring to playing an organ with all the stops pulled out. So great. Yeah. Kind of interesting. Very interesting. Live streaming was great. The next thing, like, I mean, obviously next year we got another challenge coming up, but we are four days into our Junk December. Mm. And this is, you know, different from the 30-day live stream challenge. We don't do something every day, but we will be doing some junking throughout the month. I've been going through our game room and the playroom out there with all the books, getting rid of some stuff. Just today I junked something. What? Well, I told you this earlier, but I had a duplicate book. Mm-hmm. And this is is hard. When I come across, like, multiple copies of a book that are different editions that, you know, maybe one of them has different artwork or a different front cover, it's really hard for me to, like, let go of one because I'm like, oh, I like this one. Especially if they have, like, different introductions or appendices or whatever. Mm-hmm. So there's – I had two copies of The House at Pooh Corner by A.A. A. Milne. Mm. And – I'd held on to them for a while. And today I finally kind of did a deep dive, compared all the artwork. And because they had different, like the same basic illustrations, but one of them had like some additional prints of some other illustrations in there, but they had two different like introductions. And so I was, you know, hesitant to get rid of one, but I finally settled on that. I could get rid of one. And so I chose the one that I liked the best overall. And I put the other one in the donate pile for when we go to the library. D-junk! d December. What have you gotten rid of lately since December 1st? Mine is more work-related. I have decided I don't need to keep a whole classroom full of items. So the stuff in the garage can go? Well, I (laughs) took stuff out of the garage, took it to work, and gave it away. In December? Yes, just a couple days ago. I don't remember this. Yeah, well, I took them to work before December, but I gave them away. Oh, you gave it away during December. Okay. I gave place value blocks away, and it took up three bins. Three bins. It's good. So. We'll keep de-junking. We're going to do some more de-junk December updates throughout the month. 
both in an episode and also, you know, Instagram or Facebook or wherever. So get rid of some junk. De-junk. De-junk. Donate it if you can, you know, like make use of it. You don't just have to throw it away or give it to someone Maybe who might want it. Maybe you should show off some of your clothing that you're going to de-junk. I have been getting rid of a torn clothing item I know, but every I think month. a visual would be really hilarious. I don't know. I can't. Some of them I, I, I can't <laughs> post pictures of. They're just not decent. Not like wearing them. Oh, okay, to okay. show them so people can see. Janelle's referring to the fact that I have a pair of shorts that the back's ripped out from and a pair of pajamas that the front's ripped out from. And, he wears and if them I combine together. them together, everything's covered, and I think that's totally fine. I wouldn't say everything's covered. Everything's covered between the two. Okay. It is. It's funny when, like... So you're wearing that ensemble, and somebody comes to the door, and you go, I can't answer the door. I said everything's covered. I didn't say it looks good. It's just go get the covered. door. There's a difference between being decent and being, like, you know, presentable to the public. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to get arrested for indecent exposure, but mm-hmm. it might, like, you know. Anyway. I think it would be funny. That's all I'm saying. It might someday, but not <laughs> this day. This day, we're going to talk about another thing. We have seen some movies. So it's movie time. Movie time. So we actually have gone to the movie theater a couple of times. Yeah. I can't remember. I think, feel like some of these older ones you have on there we've already talked about. I'm pretty sure. But you got to erase them. Because well, I'm fairly certain we talked about the Marvels, but since I think it's sad it hasn't done that well, and I really liked it a lot. Yeah, we did talk about it. We did, but let's just give one more shout out to the Marvels. Go see the Marvels. It was so good. I think we talked about the Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes, too. No, we didn't. You sure? No, we didn't. Because we saw that we on our skip- trip. I know, but we skipped over it because we were running out of time. All right. Well, we saw the life. Hunger Games prequel while we were on our vacation. That... The Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes. Which it snakes? was um, fantastic, and I will tell you, read, do yourself a favor and read the book beforehand. Yeah. Because you will enjoy it so much more. I agree. I mean, I don't think, I mean, like, Luke hadn't read the book, and he seemed to enjoy it. Yeah, but, but we were able to We were kind of told him, because there's just so much more depth, as there always is in the book. But I think they did a really good job of adapting That's it. That's great. Though. It was great. I have to admit, when we saw the trailer a couple months ago, I was like, eh. Yeah, but then once we read the but book, then and you're like, oh, they were like, yes. Yeah. So just reading the book was so exciting. If you like the Hunger Games at all, you'll definitely want to read and watch. It's great. Okay, we also saw in the theater, Whoosh. The new Disney movie, the 100th, well, it's not the 100th movie. It's not the 100th movie, 100th anniversary. it's the 100th anniversary of Disney. What'd you think? I really enjoyed it. It had a slow start, but it picked up. And Agreed. It was really fun. Agreed. I have some some, some script. script doctoring I might do, just just to tighten up the opening mm-hmm. is all. I've got, I've got some notes, but once it started getting going, like, it was really good. And we don't want to give it away, but... There is... Okay, so... 
there's I'm not gonna say spoilers, but if you don't want to know anything going in, don't listen for like a yeah, few a minute or two. It's not a spoiler. But I'm not gonna say spoiler. All I'm gonna say is that there are Easter eggs hidden so all throughout it because it's the hundredth year of the Disney company. So Easter eggs hidden throughout the whole entire movie to like every animation every Disney animated movie mm-hmm. almost. I mean not everyone, but a lot of them. And so that's really fun. And then again not going to spoil, but there is a reveal. There's a reveal slash twist that's like not explicitly stated that we realize like a few hours later that is mind blowing. They were like, Psh. it's like so good. And I want to go back and watch it again. And I want to hear if other people have seen it to tell me if they think that I'm right about it. Cause mm-hmm. we were like talking about the movie and I'm like, Oh my gosh, you guys, it's this. And then all of a sudden we are like, Oh, it is all directions point. But I really liked it. I think it was a good one. I think, you know, if you have kids, uh, it'd be a fun thing to take them to. Even as adults, like I would, it's one I would have enjoyed without kids. You yeah. Know? I mean, our kids are teenagers and they liked it, so. It's pretty good. It's great. And finally, I mean, you put this on here, we did watch Air- Airplane with Leslie Nielsen and etc. It was it's just, hilarious. It's right, right? Classic. Holds up. It's definitely 80s PG. Yeah. And not like modern PG. Yeah. But it's it's funny. It it never gets old. No. Now you gotta cross those off because we talked about them. Alright, now I'm gonna cross them all off. Because if we talk about them over and over again. Well, yes, and this is what I have to do because if I delete it, then we forget we've talked about it and I type it back in. Yeah, but you gotta do a strike. So what I have to do is I do strike through. And then, and then once you do, you can't right. delete it later on. Right, airplane and airplane two, mm-hmm. both of which I used to have on VHS. That's why you replaced them with the mm-hmm. DVD. And my memory was that I didn't like care for the second one as much. Yeah, but we started it. It's pretty good. It's actually pretty good. Like it doesn't have Leslie Nielsen, but he's not like the main character in the first one or anything. No, he's not even in it for a long time. Right, he's just he's like a side character because that was his first time. Not being, like, a serious actor. Mm-hmm. Like, being in a funny movie, you know. It's... I don't know. We haven't watched... We've only, like, watched the first 20 minutes of it or whatever. But it's it's a good start. Yeah. I think I might have, like, been unfair to it in, in the past. We'll see. Maybe it'll be turned into a real stinker. It could. But so far, so good. So far, so good. Well, it is with some hesitance <laughs> that I announce the next segment. It's time for Couch Potato Corner. Couch Potato Corner. The CPC. The CPC. Alright, we have watched some shows and stuff over the last several weeks. We haven't talked Couch Potato Corner in a while. I'm going to get through very quickly the other stuff because the reason we're doing this is something against my will. But we'll just have to get through it here, guys. First of all, we watched a lot of Impractical Jokers. Because that's our favorite hotel TV. Hotel TV. So that was fun. Watched the, some of the new season. I yeah, think they posted a new season on... HBO. HBO. Well, Max or whatever it's called now. <laughs> just, I don't know, why do they do Stop that? Stop changing the names. Just, everyone's going to call you're it HBO. Not, you're not doing yourself any favors. No, why? Why? What was the point? Anyway... The newest season that they have posted on there, it's the second season of The Guys Without Joe. And I still greatly miss Joe, but I think they're kind of like 
figuring out their stride without him a little better. Yeah. Whereas that first season felt a little rough. It was rough. I feel like they're kind of, they've improved. It's great. Still miss Joe, though. Bring I him back. love Impractical Jokers on vacation, I especially. It. It's the perfect vacation show. We've also, we've been watching Lego Masters US. And Australia. And Australia. The US one, there's like one more episode this season. And the Australia one, we just finished actually season three, which is the last one that's available to us easily to watch, although I think there's two more seasons. Two more seasons. So I hope we find a way to watch those, you know. But, gosh, I just love, it's such a, like, good reality-type competition show. And Hamish and Brickman. Yeah. Really good hosts and judges. I love Will Arnett a lot on the U.S. one, too. And they have very different comedic styles, but I think the team, the the team of Brickman and Hamish gels more than like maybe the hosting team. Right. Will Arnett's doing a lot of heavy lifting, let's right. just say. It's uh it's you know, I love it. I highly recommend what we watch it on Tubi. It's on like Tubi, one of the free ones. I think it's Tubi. One of the free ones that you yeah. you know You have to watch it with the ads, but yeah. It wasn't too bad. But that's like where it's available because it's from Australia. And let's see. That's, I mean, we watched some new Bob's Burgers. I think Fell. that's pretty much it. There's no other Fell. no other interesting things to talk Fell. about in Couch Potato Let Corner. Let me tell you. Today, I was walking up to the mailbox in my office. Uh-huh. And one of the office ladies was uh, talking about the Golden Bachelor. Oh, no. To somebody who had never watched an episode of the show. So I stepped in, let that lady go back to work, and I I finished talking to her about okay. it. Okay. And um, let's just say it was a doozy. Now... Are you going to say spoilers because people haven't watched the end of it yet? Yeah, you can. It's been long enough. You've got, you've got like a day or two. All right. Well, so if you haven't seen it and you don't want to be spoiled, skip forward a couple of minutes. So the Golden Bachelor ended with Gary, spelled G-E-R-R-Y. Gary. 72 years old. Picking Teresa, a 70-year-old, like, stockbroker or something. It's just interesting because he was all in on his runner-up, Leslie. Like, he said, you're my girl. Like, we're going to spend the rest of our lives together. I can't believe I found, like, the second love of my life. Because he's a widow. He's a widow? Er. <laughs> yeah, that's the shocking part. He's a widow. <laughs> wow. That is a twist. Then he just did a switcheroo. And the talk on the interwebs is that it's because Teresa has money. Mm. He wasn't interested until she said her job. She's not retired yet. What's her job? She's like a stockbroker. And she, like, did it, like, later in life because she was, like, a stay-at-home mom her whole life. And then she got into that. That reminds me of something. 
What? Stay at home dad. I forgot to say my Twitch handle for people to follow me. Oh, say your Twitch handle. S-A-H-D for stay at home dad underscore gamer mm. on Twitch. All right, back to the... Back to Golden Bachelor. Yep. Anyway, um, there's huge life-changing news supposedly on the finale. Well, it's that they're getting married on January 4th. Like, they just finished filming, and they're already getting married. That doesn't happen usually? No. Because usually they wait, like, six years if they don't break up. But they said they have no time. (laughs) They have no time to waste. So they're getting hitched on TV. So remember when you said about the lady at your office who was telling the other lady who had no interest in it? Yeah. Is that the same look you see in my eyes? (laughs) No. Golden Bachelor, guys. It was a really good season. Are they going to do it again? I hope so, because it got... Golden Bachelorette? Well, they they got to do Golden Bachelorette, and they should really give it to Leslie. Because she was the runner-up. Yeah, and he he did her wrong. He was really mean to her. Jerry. Jerry. Yeah, I'm not buying that Gary nonsense. Gary. Harry. Maybe it is Jerry. (laughs) How would you say G-E... R-R-Y. No, it's Gary, then. It's what the opposite of what you would think. All right, well. So. That was a good wrap-up. It was When is the next thing of a Bachelor thing? It's like next week or something. Well, no. What? Well, yeah, next week. um, (laughs) I knew it. Bachelor in Paradise finale. Uh Uh-huh. And then it's like on hiatus. Well, Gary and Teresa's wedding will be January 4th. That's like a few weeks away. Yeah, and then the regular bachelor, um, Joey, a tennis pro from Hawaii, will be, um, his season will premiere on January 22nd, back on Mondays. That's not at all a gap like that just never it never I ends know, it's fantastic <laughs> nightmarish it used to be a long gap like bachelor in paradise and bachelorette would end in the summer because they're summer shows but now they just they just keep coming getting later and later it's and like madden on video games or they add cool shows call of duty or something like they just keep putting them out and it's the same thing over and over again no it's not they were golden phil assassin's creed golden sometimes you just need to step back and take a break well that might be why they didn't do golden bachelorette right away yeah they might like alternate between years or something <laughs> Well, thank you for your correspondence report there. Yeah. Appreciate it. Thing I can do. You know, our reviews about our show have said I make The Bachelor sound interesting. They have said that. (laughs) I don't agree with that review, but I'm glad that the listener thought so. I'm just kidding. I like hearing you talk about anything. Aww. My eyes glaze over sometimes, and I don't like actually know what you're saying, but I like hearing you say it. That's sweet, I think. Remember this morning when you left and I was still asleep? I feel like something happened where I didn't like, wasn't ready for you to go or something. Okay, so 
this morning I grab your hand. Well, I try to grab your hand, but sometimes you put it out of reach as if to like taunt me. <laughs> so today it was like, I was like, bye baby. And you like put your arm above your head. I'm all, give me your hands. So I know you're, you hear me and you're like, what, what, what is going on? I said, just touch my hand. I'll be in touch. I love you. I'll be in touch. You're like, okay, baby. Have a good day. Am I like kind of British when I'm asleep? <laughs> you have a real different voice, a modulation. Well, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I'm speaking through a breathing mask, so that's it's part very, of it. It's very panicky. Yeah, and that's how I feel when I'm waking up. And like, you kind of like, are surprised and tired at the same time. It's all, it's a big show. Yeah, it's a real roller coaster for me. I could really have viral TikToks if I filmed your mic. Just saying goodbye. Just goodbye. Just goodbye rituals? Yeah, like, Probably. I'm not doing anything, but you have a response. It's terrifying sometimes. Mm -hmm. I just, I remember that. And then Luke's can be. His alarm going off for 15 minutes. Or more. <laughs> and then, like, he just sleeps through it. Yeah. I'm like, that thing is loud. And he just sleeps it's, away. It's my boy. Somehow so, Audrey's up, like, at the crack of dawn every day. She gets up right after I leave. It's like I hear her alarm as I'm yeah. exiting. Luke thinks he's going to wake up early. <laughs> he never he doesn't. No. no, Luke has my sleep pattern. So. I guess. The only difference is that Luke sleeps, like, silently. Yeah. Like, I have to put my finger under his nose sometimes to make sure he's, like, breathing because he's yeah. so still and quiet. Whereas, Audrey, you walk in the room and you what know she's the other there? day, like, you felt my face? Yeah, you were doing thought it. I wasn't breathing. Sometimes, yeah, you were, like, it was just, like, a little too still. <laughs> Funny. It's funny. It's <laughs> funny when I think you maybe stop breathing. <laughs> Although sometimes too, like you don't snore usually, but every once in a while you get your head twisted in a weird way and I you start do. like sawing logs, and I just kind of have to like elbow you until you shift around. Yours is not snoring anymore. It's when the air seeps into your mask and it makes a whistle. Yeah, if it like a high pitch whistle. If it like the mask shifts yeah, on my like, face. <laughs> I'm like, babe, still your mask. So, what? What is going on? I'm like, just seal your mask. Oh. I'm like, I don't understand. You're tethered to a thing on your side of the bed and you still have to, like, lay out like a sea star. <laughs> like, you have more than two arms and two legs. It's just spread. It's shocking. We should set up a paranormal activity camera oh, yeah. in our room because I have a it feeling would be it would be a very. Movie. It would be. Like, we don't need a ghost to make it scary. And then I don't understand how you can wind, like, with that cord. I've trained myself to, like, I can only go, like, I can't keep going in a circle. I have to, like, flop back mm -hmm. and forth. Well, you flop. I do flop. You flop. And sometimes you'll pinch my boob. Under your elbow. 
Not on purpose. And I'm like, ow. And you're like, I'm so sorry. So sorry. Like, don't flop. I have to. I have to, like, wrestle around with the tubes. Things are sensitive. Well, that's our tale of getting up in the morning. Mm -hmm. Now, speaking of our children sleeping and stuff, since we have been talking about them, we were talking with David, the Dystopia Electronics Workshop Mm -hmm. himself, and he was talking about, like, we did the Christmas CD last year, and they had a song on there, and Aurora, our niece, is on it. And she has, you know, I mean, she's a year older, so she had, like, littler girl voice, and he's like, just said how cool it is that he's got that capture because that's not what she sings like anymore, right. you know. So we were talking about, like, our kids' recordings, you know, being old man dads, like, talking about our kids <laughs> and stuff. And I was saying that how much I love having our kids. I mean, we've recorded many, many things, but in particular, I love the teaching talk and video games. Yeah. On our show here, because that's, I mean, they don't sound like that at all anymore, and it's so sweet and cute. And so, we're done with the show, but before we close it out, I am going to just, I'm just going to put those two segments in here, just because I want to hear their voices, and we didn't talk about video games or teaching tonight, but... Well, we did, in not-so-direct terms. We didn't do a segment for them, so So we're just... So it's fine. I'm just putting them back-to-back here, so here we go. Mommy and Daddy is teaching talk. Teaching talk. Oh, they're very emotional, you know, especially at Christmas time of year. You are a sad dad. Yeah, it's not sad though. It's just nostalgic. <laughs> I'm a very nostalgic individual. Oh, I didn't know that. I'm just telling you now. I very much enjoy thinking of I and reflecting have known that on the past. Before I married you, you did. Remember, you used to give me like magazines from the '50s because I just liked old stuff. Yeah, you were a cheap person to get presents for. Yeah, just go through um, my mom's old magazines, and you were ready. Yeah, I like old stuff. And this show is not old. This is our new show, but we finished it. It's done. Ta-da! This episode is over. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. Thank you for supporting us. And Janelle, thank you for hosting with me. You're welcome. And where can they find us? How, where can they write to us? How do they get a hold of us? So you'll just get that typewriter. You could do the digital one on your cell phone. Or you could do one on your keyboard. And you're going to type in mandarinorangeshow at gmail.com. And write us a little email and hit send. I'm afraid that if you... We need to clarify, because the way you said it, our listeners that have typewriters might just be writing that onto a paper and don't know. Did I say typewriter? You did say typewriter. And they might not know that you meant computer. Keyboard. Keyboard. And then they're just like... They're just writing on a paper and wondering why we're not responding to them. So if... You have written something on a typewriter. You're going to have to send that. You're going to need... You could mail it to us. If you email us, we'll send you our address and (laughs) you can mail it to us. But then you've already emailed us, so you kind of, like, defeated Mm -hmm. the purpose there. So just send us an email on your computer. Mm -hmm. Typewriters probably aren't going to enter into the picture. Probably not. Unless you send us a picture of your typewriter at mandarinorderchoatgmail.com. Exactly. I would like to see that. (laughs) With that, I would like to end this episode... 
the way we began it by saying words. So for the Mandarin Orange Show, I'm Phil. And I'm Janelle. And we talk so you don't have to. Congratulations. Congratulations.